Welcome to the Mold Matters Podcast. Whether you are looking for help recovering from mold illness or just want to learn more about creating a safe environment for your family, this podcast is the place for you. Did you know the levels of some hazardous pollutants in indoor air have been found to be up to 70 times greater than in outdoor air? But who's monitoring that for you? Check out MyPureProducts.net for the latest in monitoring devices and DIY mold test kits. Take control of your environment with MyPureProducts.net. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Mold Matters Podcast. Uh, How are you guys? My name is Jeremy. I'm the host alongside Mike. Hi, Jer. Hey, how are you? I am Great. Mike Adams, not the health ranger, but a different Mike no, Adams. No, a lot of people think that. But they you're do. also... They think I'm almost like incognito, the health ranger. Yeah, I've had someone say, no, I think he's the health ranger. Yeah. And I was like, no. I mean, he does help people with his health as he ranges about the earth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. teaching people about mold, but he's not the health ranger. No, I'm the... We, we've <laughs> established I'm the fun guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. the fun guy. So um, we're glad to be doing another episode today and glad to continue just talking about mold and um you know we're we're students of mold and mold uh remediation and and just all kinds of stuff related to mold and health and so we're always learning and Uh, always occasionally you know on this episode or on these episodes we like to share what we learn too and how much of that's going to come out today i don't know but um we've we've we're kind of thinking today this is kind of a different podcast a little bit um, spontaneous, but we want to just kind of, Mike and I continually have conversations about mold. I mean, almost every day when, when we're both in town, very organic, very, you know, interesting conversations. And I just said earlier today, I was like, after you mentioned this as an idea of having a conversation on the podcast, right. I was like, if we were to record it, half of the conversations, we we'd would have, have, we'd have good, a lot of episodes already recorded. Yeah. 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 A lot of episodes. And I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, they're interesting to us. They're Otherwise, we wouldn't do them. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so they're interesting to Nez. Nez is always just following us around. Yeah, listening. Yeah, just, just on the edge of her, soaking it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we get into talking, though, yeah. make sure to smash it right. Mike? Yeah. The uh, the um, <laughs> subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> just smash it. I don't know. I don't know what that even <laughs> means, but I'm assuming you listeners do. Yeah. 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 So smash that, and then. Yeah. Um, let's, let's kind of have a conversation, Mike. I, I yeah. know. Uh, okay. So this is what I'm thinking. Jeff. We haven't planned anything. No, this is, this is very organic. No. But so you have some thoughts. I do. So I got into a conversation with one of our licensees and he was talking about, there's, a, there's a bunch of new startup companies saying, Hey, we can test for mycotoxins now. Mm-hmm. And even companies going so far to, as to say it's, it turns out it's not the mold that's making you sick. It's the mycotoxins that are making you sick. Yeah. And so I thought we could talk about this. Hey, let's roll with it. So, I, so this is how I feel about mycotoxins. Okay. You going to ruffle some feathers here or no? Yeah. Yeah, I think okay, I might. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I've said this before. A lot of our, our licensees have heard me say this before. I do not believe anybody can show me a home that has zero mold but has mycotoxins. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that they are some kind of weird entity in and of themselves that mm-hmm. take on a life of their own. Yeah. That just that makes no sense to me at all. I think if you have mycotoxins in a home, you have 
mold in a home. And one of the examples this person I was talking to used is he said, he said he'd read a website where, where the uh, company had said, we have studies now that we've conducted that show that oftentimes you have no mold spores in the air, but you have high mycotoxins. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that speaks more to mold spore tests are terrible. That's what they're using as a spore trap? Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mold yeah. spore tests are horrible, so you cannot make the assumption that, oh, you, obviously you you don't have any mold anymore, but you got mycotoxins. No, yeah. of course you have mycotoxins because you have mold. Even the half-life, in fact, if you look up half-life of mycotoxins, yeah, it's hours to days. It's not decades. Yeah. See, that's a good point because, you know, I walk into houses where I feel like I'm going to die and yeah. then I take a spore trap test and there's nothing nothing there. Yeah. So it makes sense to me that I know there's mold somewhere in there. You know, you can smell it or feel it or, yeah. or, bowl or see it. Yeah. But that spore trap, yeah, I think you're right. And and you go back to that old example that we used to use about, you know, starting a lawnmower. Say the lawnmower is the mold spore. Uh-huh. I mean, granted, that's a big, that's a big, that's a big <laughs> spore. <laughs> a very big spore. It's a big spore, but it cuts grass. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's a good analogy. So really anyway, <laughs> a lawnmower is the spore. The exhaust coming off of the lawnmower is the toxin. Okay. Right. Yeah. My point is that if you were to get rid of the lawnmower, the toxin will go away eventually. Yeah. It's not going to stay in there forever. Otherwise, think about this. Otherwise, everybody that ever started the lawnmower in their house. Mm-hmm. Would have to just gut the house, which is a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people are starting mowers. In their Most house. of my <laughs> friends have started their lawnmowers <laughs> in the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, so you know, I've read a lot, and we've talked about this too. Just rolling with this topic, you know, they say that the toxins get lodged in dust often. Yeah. So, because you know, I've looked in a lot of the literature, and and you know. Because I'm used to an air, air or a, a spore trap, right? So I'm thinking, you know, this is this is years ago. I was like, well, let's let's find something to do the same thing for tox mycotoxins, right? Yeah, take a test and and they do, you know, these really big labs, you know, university labs have some machinery that will yeah. test for mycotoxins. But I mean, it is even really toxic houses. We're talking parts per billion, yeah, parts per billion of mycotoxins they can capture in the air. And so, you know, and then I think a lot of people have gone to, you know, they've discovered a lot of the dust is where, you know, you'll find those mycotoxins if, but, you, do, if you do swabs or but, whatever. But let me also share a lot of the mold is in the dust. But that's what I was going right, to say. Yeah. 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 That's mold loves dust. So right. I, I'd be curious to know, you know, are, are any of these mycotoxin testing companies, are they, are they parsing that out? Are they like, here's a. Here's a swath of dust with tons of mycotoxins, but no mold. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I guarantee you yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, according to what you said in the beginning. Right. That's, but yeah. but I don't think anyone's doing that so, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they're, they're either looking for mycotoxins or mold, or some companies that claim to test mycotoxins are just testing for molds that produce mycotoxins. And then surmising. And that. then saying, oh, that's Stachybotrys chartarum. You've got trichothesines. Yeah, and you've yeah. got a few other toxins. Right. Which yeah. I don't, that one seems really, well, I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, they probably do. They, they're probably yeah, right. It's, it's, there are t- toxins. But still, job number one in any remediation has got to be 
get rid of the mold. Yeah. And and, and uh, yeah. the toxins will... Well, there's two different things with our process. Some doctors even claim that what we do breaks down the metabolites and the protein bonds in a toxin. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm no scientist. I don't... I don't think anybody knows for sure. Yeah. In fact, a lot of people don't even know the mechanism for sure of why parasitic acid kills a microbe. They just know it does. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's just such a hard thing to, to try to wrap your brain around. This is the other question I, I've always thought about. When people submit like blood tests or urine tests, mostly urine tests, yeah. to pick up, to test for mycotoxins. Yeah. Okay, are those mycotoxins because they live in a house and the toxins from the mold in the house mm-hmm. have entered into their body either through their skin or through their, you know, nose or mouth? Mm-hmm. Or has their body taken in spores? The spores have then colonized in your sinuses and in your gut and are now producing mycotoxins in your body. I don't even yeah. think. The experts know the answer to that. Yeah, for sure. I don't think so. But that I just had a conversation with with one of our guys out, uh, in, out in Australia about how and we've talked about this before. But the body, body's a really could be a really ideal environment for mold. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. got it needs oxygen, food source, and water, and we're eighty something percent water. Plenty of stuff to chew on. You're eighty percent water. I don't believe I'm eighty percent water. Yeah, you're you're eighty percent Red Bull. <laughs> that, that could be. Yeah, <laughs> which has water in it. It does. In Water's fact, the number one ingredient in fact, on there. Is it? Curiously enough, I've got a Red Bull right here. Yes, water is the number one ingredient. Yeah. So yeah, you're probably seventy percent water. Yeah, seventy yeah. percent water. But yeah, I, I that's a. I really think if you live in a moldy enough environment, yeah, I mean, I mean that's why you really need a really serious. You know, you need some serious binders and you need some serious protocols to get that stuff to just to, to choose not to, to live inside of you and to come out, yeah. you know, with the binder or whatever else. Yeah, but I, I, I am an absolute firm believer after all these years that if there are mycotoxins in your home, it's because they are being constantly emitted by growing mold in the home. Mm. I don't think they just are sticking around yeah. long after the mold is gone. Just yeah, that that makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. So. so, yeah, and I guess something we've talked about lately too with mycotoxins is, well, you know, th- they're all you know we 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 tend to lump mold even into okay mold is one category, uh, mycotoxins are all one category, but in in some ways I think it, we're starting to learn there might be some differences between even you know. I mean, from a from a perspective of remediation, like yeah, some molds may react differently. Yeah, some mycotoxins as well. Right. Some mycotoxins maybe fall apart immediately. Yeah. After treatment, some may stick around a little bit. Yeah, and even, you know, some definitely affect you differently. I mean, it's it's funny yeah. the the more the more houses I go into, the, like I, the one I was in yesterday, I was telling you about that. Yeah. I was like, this this house is not good. Yeah, and and their parents' house was not good. Um, I, after being in there for an hour, and I was wearing a mask, I started feeling my, which I haven't felt much, and this might be TMI, but I started feeling some like weirdness in my stomach, and my bowels started making some like gurgling sounds, like yeah. kind of. Nothing ever happened, but I could tell it wasn't natural. It just felt 
like, oh, and then, you know, within a half hour of leaving the home, I, it went away and there was oh, nothing. Yeah. But, um, but I have I don't typically have that one. I mean, that was kind of a new one for me. And yeah. I just thought I get, I get, um, heart palpitations. I do too. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. My least favorite one. Cause it makes me feel like you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I don't get out of this yeah. soon, I'm going to die. Gonna, I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I liken it to a good cheeseburger. I've given you this theory before, haven't I? Uh, I know, if I know where you're going. Okay, so. The benefits of cheeseburgers, right? Benefits of cheeseburgers. Well, let's go oh. benefits of exercise, right? Benefits yeah, of I exercise. Know, okay. Now I know where you're going. Yeah. yeah. Benefits, but they don't know, so tell ne- us. And Nez doesn't know this. Benefits of exercise is what? You're going to increase your heart rate. You're going to strengthen your heart. You got to carry more oxygen to your muscles, yada, 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 right? When you consume a cheeseburger, right, your heart has to work harder to process all that grease and all that yuck. Somebody explain to me the difference between eating a cheeseburger and a good half-hour workout. I don't see any. Nez just rolled right. her eyes. Nez just rolled her <laughs> eyes at me. <laughs> I Makes your heart work harder. It's just a darn good workout. I think. I think everyone can can see what you're saying here. Yeah. We so I'm taking it a step farther. Maybe we all should go take a snort of a good moldy home every couple of days <laughs> and make our heart work harder. <laughs> well, you know what? We just had our baby a few months ago. Yeah. And we went to our local. Uh, you know, a uh, more natural minded medicine uh, person. And they, I wasn't there, but my wife told me that he, uh, he told her like, don't be scared to, you know, don't protect your child from every single, you know, thing. Like yeah. don't, you know, don't play in the dirt. I don't want you to get yeah. something from the dirt. Don't yeah. hand you know, sanitizer every yeah, two hand minutes. Sanitizer, and, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And don't let her suck on her hand ever. Yeah. Cause she can get germs and, and he talked a lot about building up the microbiome right. within your own system. And yeah. I mean, that's how I grew up. I mean, I. Yeah, we didn't I, care. Yeah. yeah. Back in, you know, for me, it was the 80s and, and I was the fourth of five kids and your par- parents just physically can't monitor you. And so right. I was always into dirt and stuff that wasn't, you know. Yeah. But I, I never, I didn't get sick much growing up. I don't yeah. know. I'm a, I feel like I have a fairly strong immune system. Like, and so I think there's. I mean, I don't know if it's good to submit ourselves to. No, that to we, this. Said, we I say that in jest. I know, yeah. I know, you're joking. Yeah, but I think there's some truth to to that concept, and so. Nez, Nez is Nez is very active. Works out, plays on volleyball teams. Nez has given me the. Uh, the well, look like, no, Mike, you're completely wrong on well, this. You eat a cheeseburger every, a day, and let's see how fit you are <laughs> after that. <laughs> No, I don't. I I eat pretty well. I stay away from cashews. I <laughs> drink plenty of Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, I stay away from. You've heard the Nate Bargatze thing about he was going to go on a diet, and they said be careful with fruit because fruit has a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, true. you show me your fat fruit friend somewhere. Yeah, you've been up all night eating bananas, haven't you? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's why you avoid fruit. Yeah, it's and a lot of sugar in fruit. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to eat too much fruit. Yeah. So, um, hey, let's do our new segment. Okay, take it away. It's called our new segment. We don't have any music to go with it, but new segment is. What do you hate? What do you love? 
in the mold industry. Can we, you know, this is, this is going to show my true colors, but I'm a softy. You don't like that hate word. I knew you were not going to like the hate word. I don't like the word strong. Yeah. It's very strong. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, some of these, I don't, I don't hate all What if we, okay, let's think of a new word. Dislike. Despise. That's actually stronger than hate. (laughs) 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 What do you, yeah, dislike. Uh, what do you dislike? What do you like? How did you know I was gonna not? How did you know I was I know gonna you, dislike Jared. that? Word? I know. I I just know you. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I thought about the word hate, and I was like, I just yeah. don't know if I can go that far. No, I'm with you. I don't. I don't like them, but I don't yeah. Although you, uh, you do hate mold. I I don't even know if I would say that. Really? Okay. I, I hate mean, I hate mold and I hate snakes. You know the whole if we need mold. I know I that's know. true. That's true. I should say I don't like mold. Or I, I, I hate mold in homes. I hate mold in homes. I there you can, go. I could go there. Yeah. I hate really toxic or lots of mold in the home. Yeah. I'm with you there. Because I'm actually wondering if even these low levels of mold that we breathe outside are some somehow helping the, the microbiome, don't you think? I mean, Probably. Is it possible? Yeah, probably. I don't know. We, there's so much we don't know about mold that I mold. don't. That's no, maybe why I'm hesitating, too. Nobody like, knows this stuff. Maybe, maybe mold. I, this is what I do know for sure is that traditional remediation is not the answer yeah that much i know for sure yeah other than that it's all you know it's a little bit of we're all learning every day i I do wonder though if we could eliminate mold from the earth it'd be it'd be interesting to see just the next year what what this you know what would happen i wonder if there'd be some serious consequences that we yeah because you got to figure you know there's a balance yeah with everything yeah so anyways take it away yeah the the what i what i hate no dislike what I dislike. So every once in a while, I'll get somebody will send me something like a Facebook article or is that an article on Facebook? I don't do social post media. Or uh, blog. Post or blog. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a blog or and, a post. And it will be somebody has posted a picture. That's that's my wife calling right now. Yeah. Do you want me to get it or n- probably not, huh? <laughs> she won't like it. No, she won't like it. Anyway, somebody <laughs> will post something that that'll be a picture of like some mold in a bathroom. And the poor person posting it is reaching out for help saying, is this something I need to be worried about, right? Yeah. Invariably, somebody will chime in, somebody who I'm sure has no clue what they're talking about, and say, nah, it doesn't look like anything I'd worry about. Or I even saw one the other day that says, yeah, that's not mold, that's mildew. And I'm just (laughs) like, what are you you even talking about, you know? Yeah. uh, So I hate it when people make comments as if they are experts on mold yeah because it's actually it's dangerous yeah it's dangerous to tell people nah don't worry about that you know well and and part of you know to me the epa uh, anyways you know how they talk about 10 feet or less yes right i think in people's minds too quantity plays a role like okay i've got this little patch since it's little it's not to work it's nothing to worry about just a little patch whereas size size of visible mold is not a good indicator. No, that's like saying I just had this little teeny tumor. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, <laughs> that could be really bad. <laughs> well, that house I was out yesterday. Yeah. That guy, he, had, right. he actually said it's, st- there was this really toxic house I was in where I had the stomach stuff. He said it started out, he just saw one little black dot in the corner of his room. And then he actually- That's a very aware homeowner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's like, I am very clean and meticulous yeah. with my cleaning. And he noticed that dot in the corner. Yeah. He's like, that's weird. 
And then he uncovered two other corners and found it was a little bigger in those two other corners. But really, like, quantity, not not a ton of mold. Right. No. I, we even did a – I was there for hours yesterday, it seemed like. And, and we didn't see anything major going on, but that house did not feel right. Yeah, is is all that little teeny bit is is just a uh, it's just indicative of a potential huge problem. Yeah, that's all that is. I mean, I, but I could see what you're saying. Like, if someone posted a picture of that dot and was like, "Hey, is this any?" You know, what's yeah, don't more? worry about that. Yeah, yeah, just wipe that you're, off. You're fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, that house is not right. And so you know, from doing this, you and I have talked about this often. It's it people get life changing illness from mold. Yeah, it's, absolutely. it's horrendous. It's not yeah. something to be taken lightly, and it's certainly not something to that that. And also, people will say, "No, that's certainly not black mold off of a picture yeah. they've seen." How how do you know that? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's true. just incredible. So yeah, so that's that's your dislike. That's what's my your, dislike. What's your like? My like is people who really study the industry and understand what's going on. And are open-minded. So I put professionals in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. For example, the guys with Normie. Yeah. They are a, a pretty large organization that traditionally has been in line with traditional remediation. And they they are open-minded, open-minded enough to say, you know what? Pure maintenance might be onto something here. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like guys that really studied in the industry and... And don't just go to the internet and say, "Well, the internet says you can clean things up with bleach," or yeah, you know, it's it's a uh, you know like like we mentioned earlier. There's they're really the more this is definitely true of mold and mycotoxins, like we talked about earlier. The more you know about them and study and dive dive into literature, the more you realize the you more don't you know. don't know. Yeah, the more you don't know, and the more you realize most people don't know. No, even <laughs> the experts are yeah. just. They're kind of taking a stab in the dark. Yeah, they yeah. have some data and they throw out a hypothesis and kind of roll with it. But yeah, which, which, yeah, you maybe comes to your your point about the like. You really have to be. I feel like you have to be really open minded in mold. Yeah. In, yeah. in your mold. In fact, I went to a customer's home a couple of days ago. She's really sick, and she said she bought this. It was like a townhouse. She bought the townhouse about. Eight years ago, I think she told me, she said, when I bought it, you could tell that the original homeowners had not taken very good care of the, the place. There's a few different places where there were leaks. When she bought it, she hired a remediation company. So I think she got a good deal on the home. Mm-hmm. But she hired a remediation company to come in, and she said, and they fixed the mold, which I appreciate. And and I said, well, well let's let's take a look at where they worked yeah. on it you know just i said i don't i don't want to disparage anybody but i just want to see what they did well all they'd done is made a flood cut and painted over everything with kills kills yeah, yeah. and i i told her i said that is that is not remediation that's yeah. she's like well is that all they've done i said yeah that's all they've done it's painted over it yeah so yeah, yeah. so i really i was gonna say i hate that but i dislike that <laughs> yeah you can use that word if you want. Can I? Well, just just make sure it's uh, it's honest. If you really do, yeah. or, or if just a strong dislike, just I do just hate. I, I Jerry, you know this. I hate snakes. Yeah. So yeah. see, I think that's yeah. appropriate. Okay. Because I was looking at your list, and I don't want to yeah. give away, but I don't hate no. humidifiers on the HVAC. I don't hate it. 
I think I do. I just I don't think it's a good idea though. Yeah, I think I hate him. Okay, <laughs> 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 when I do the list, okay, I might adjust right. the word, but yeah. you know, it's fine. Okay. We'll cover that next time. Yeah, we'll wrap yeah. that up. And this, I guess, I mean, as it was very obvious, this was kind of an organic just conversation. That's pretty true to conversations we have here at the at the office on a regular basis. So it's it's I told you before, it's a it's like a Seinfeld episode. Uh-huh. It's a show about nothing. <laughs> I haven't And seen Jeremy those. says, No, Mike, we gotta have something. No, 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 let's do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there, and yeah. Um, until we until next time, we'll we'll come come back with another podcast in the near future. But thanks for listening and tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys later. And may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Star Trek, right? I think I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars. Just okay. kidding. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Mold Matters podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more in depth information on mold illness and recovery. 